from Rogers Arena in Vancouver, British Columbia. What a beautiful day it is here. Uh, it is Sound of Hockey episode 261.5. Darren Brown here joined by the entire radio, well, most of the radio team. The the in-game radio, what part of the radio team are you guys? Uh, we're, we're two-thirds of the Kraken Audio Network. Uh, not the most important two-thirds because each third is equally as important. We love Mike Benton. Yeah, same. I also love Mike Benton. I was on his his show Yes, today. Technically today. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're here at Rogers Arena. I'm joined by Everett Fitzhugh and Al Kaniski. Al, your first time on Sound of Hockey. How special is this moment for you? Yeah, this is going to be something I'm going to want to uh, share with my kids someday. Yeah, we'll, um, I'm going to get you a souvenir puck, and we're going to put some tape around it, and you can write first SOH episode, um, and then we'll get a, a nice awkward photo of you. Sound good? Sounds awesome. Okay. Um, so I will ask you this, though, uh, Al. So obviously you're, you're, you've just gotten into the NHL broadcast scenario. I'd just love to kind of get your, your take on it so far. How have things been going for you? Oh, it's been fantastic. Uh, Everett's a great guy to work with. Uh, he's he's a, a guy that brings a lot of enthusiasm and fun to the booth, and uh, we have fun together. Did he pay you to say that? No comment. Um, So obviously uh, I I know that you played in the WHL for the Seattle Thunderbirds and uh, my colleague John Barr has played against you in beer league. He says you're a little bit of a dirty player. Can you confirm or deny that? Uh, I can uh, deny it. I am not a dirty player, but I do know John and uh, you know, we have, we've we've had some battles in the past, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah. um, I would love to know a little bit about your, your playing history though. I mean, what kind of a player were you? Um, how did you end up with the Thunderbirds, all that? What was kind of your, your backstory there? Yeah, so Vancouver's actually my hometown growing up here, and I was listed by the Seattle Thunderbirds as a 13-year-old, went and played there as a 17-year-old, and uh, played left wing with the Thunderbirds for two and a half years. And, you know, the kind of player I was, uh, I, w- I would say a power forward. I loved going hard to the net. I loved battling in front of the net, the, uh, the, odd, the odd fisticuff. Um, but uh, I used to play defenseman as a kid. I realized scoring goals is a lot more fun than uh, than stopping them. Yeah. Uh, the WHL was a little bit different back in the day, my understanding. I personally didn't get to experience it, but what was uh, maybe the, the craziest game you were a part of in terms of things just going off the rails? Well, that's an easy one in the 89-90 uh, season where we began playing in the Coliseum, which is now the site of Climate Pledge Arena. We played a game against the Tri-City Americans where the Tri-City Americans uh, went into the crowd in a big fight and (laughs) sticks were flying, sticks were broken against fans, beers were thrown into the bench and we weren't even involved with it, but we had a front row seat, and that was the craziest thing I ever saw in the WHL. Yeah, that's uh, that's something special when you get the the players involved fighting the crowd. Um, Everett, I, I understand that um, you've been a little frustrated with some of the pillows that you've been sleeping on lately. Um, what can you tell me about that? Look, I, 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 I'm not a complainer. I don't like to complain. I'm enjoying this ride. That is the NHL. We are very well taken care of. We travel great. We stay in great hotels. That said... The pillows in some hotels are just—they're—they're not—they're not fluffy enough. They're very thin. They're very flat. I have to pack four on top of one another, and I still wake up with a crick in my neck. That's not me complaining. It's just an observation of of the pillows. But again, I, I'm, I'm not complaining about the level of travel. We have a great setup here in Seattle, and they take really, really good care of us. Jaden Schwartz, though, I think he feels the same way because he brings his own pillow on the road. 
Wow, that is a fun fact. Yeah. That's a little that's you heard it here, folks. Uh, you heard it first on Sound of Hockey. Jaden Schwartz carries his own pillow. Um, big stuff. So I do want to ask you though, uh, favorite. You probably have a favorite city to visit by this point, right? Like the the total experience, the hotel, the arena, all of that as a total package. What's your favorite spot? I mean, I, everyone that I everyone has the exact same answer. It's going. It's going to be Montreal. It has to be Montreal. I think, you know that that is the cathedral of hockey. I, I've never been to the old um, the old building there, the Forum in Montreal, but the new place, um, the Bell Center. From folks who grew up in Montreal, they'll tell you that that is about as close as you're going to get to the old building without it being the old building. The hotel is wonderful. The food is great. The culture is great. I had never been to Montreal. And I, I, I knew that it was is a heavily French town, but I thought it was, you know, like a like a little Italy or like a Chinatown, something like that. They literally took Paris and dropped it in North America. Everyone speaks French. All the signs are in French. They look at you weird if you speak English. Like it, it is, it is a true immersive culture, and, and it is for me. That's the the one place that I circle every year. As far as I can't wait to go back and experience Montreal. And Al, you haven't been to Montreal yet, so I'm going to guess that you have a different answer to that at this point in your NHL journey. Yeah, I would say at this point, my uh, my rating systems for cities are, yeah, the rink is great and the hotels are great and stuff, but I go for the food and also the hotel gym. And so far, the hotel gym that's been best has been Las Vegas. Fascinating. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I was on that, that trip as well. I didn't hit the hotel gym myself, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not sure where it is exactly, what floor it's on, how large it is. Yeah, I did a few. I, I, yep, my liver got a workout, and I did yeah. a few um, bicep curls just with um, sodas. Sodas heading up to, uh, you know, over the gums and through the lips. Um, okay, so the Kraken, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Seattle Kraken. They're preparing to take on the Vancouver Canucks here. As we talk to you, we have a, a couple of healthy scratches for the Vancouver Canucks are out on the ice right now. Um they have had an interesting journey so far, the Seattle Kraken, and uh, these last couple games they played, it was crazy to me to think that they could have, if the puck bounced uh, one way or the other, they could have had zero, one, two, three, or four points out of those two games. They ended up with three points, um, and they had some really negative feelings, I think, after the Edmonton game, then some positive feelings after uh, the Islanders game. What were your takeaways, Everett, from uh, those two, two couple of games? I think the Edmonton game, in my opinion, they were the better team for 55 minutes of that game, 52 minutes of that game. So um, even when Vander Kane tied or made it to 3-2 hockey game, I thought Seattle had opportunities. But um, it was a very frustrating loss. And you go into the Islanders game, and, and there was a lot of folks were ticked off. You're, you're, you're bang on there. And that game, if I'm being honest, I felt potentially that, – that had the potential to, to go – in the opposite direction. You're thinking about last night how well you played, but you still didn't get the result. I think that is a situation, just human nature, you know, that can go the other way. So I love the bounce back. I love the response. Um, I think you need to start stringing wins 
together against teams that are below you in the standings, below you record-wise. So overall, I've been happy with the last two games for Seattle. I think they for sure deserved the, point, the extra point against Edmonton. Um, unfortunately, wasn't meant to be, but you know, you get your first shootout win in 579 days. Like that's uh, that's also a pretty big moment as well. So all in all, in that first back-to-back, you can't be too upset with the result. Yeah, it's crazy. I think if, um, you know, even if it just plays out a little bit differently, like having the the hat trick from Evander Kane come starting with under seven minutes left and somehow you you give that game away, that's a devastating way to lose that game. But if you look at it holistically, it really was a good effort. So, um, you know, there's kind of something to build off of there, and I think they did a good job with that um, in terms of actually getting themselves over the the line with a victory the next night. So, uh, Al, what do you know about this Vancouver team that we're about to to see the Kraken face here? I was almost going to say that we're about to face as if it's us playing the game. Um, But uh, they're obviously off to a really, really good start. Do you think that they're they're for real? Do you think this is who the Vancouver Canucks are this season? Well, listen, I I think that if you ask any Vancouver fan uh, two months ago what they expected from the team, it wasn't this. (laughs) But that's a Vancouver fan for you, and I grew up being one of those Vancouver fans, so I identify with that. But I think the team is red hot right now, and I think that every team goes through hot spots over the course of an 82-game season, and right now that's Vancouver's time. I think it's going to cool off at some point, um, and I'm hoping it's here tonight. All right, well... You heard it here first. <laughs> More breaking news. Breaking. The Kraken might beat the Canucks. <laughs> it's totally possible. One you know, I actually will, one team okay. will win tonight. It might be Seattle or it might be Vancouver. We don't know. We'll yeah. see. Hope is not a plan. I, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. No, that was that was good stuff. Um, and I, I kind of forget that you're you're a Canucks guy from you know your past, so you probably keep a close eye on them. But um, yeah, but I think. You know, I think the vibes are probably a little better with the team. I actually think they might be catching them at at a decent time because they did lose one the other night. Um, So maybe they're starting to show kind of chinks in the armor, I guess. And they did also go to overtime with the same Islanders team that's been that's been struggling. So they barely got barely got past them. Um, Last one for you guys here. Uh, Everett, any fun new goal calls this year? Well, I hit him with the stop yammer time uh, the other day. Um, since it is Thanksgiving and we're going to have some great food this week, I'm hoping Yamamoto gets me a couple more goals because I got a couple sweet potato jokes, some yam lines that I'm, I'm, I'm workshopping in my head. My wife thinks they're hilarious. They, she thinks I'm hilarious uh, just in general. Uh, that's that's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a fallacy and a half. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm working on a few things. I mean, ding dong, Daniel Sprong. I was listening to that game yesterday uh, when the Red Wings were playing the Leafs, and he had the penalty shot and scored. And I was Bob Kayser, great guy, long time um, Grand Rapids AHL broadcasters, getting some opportunity to call some Red Wings games. Uh, Ken Cal, the normal um, Red Wings radio guy, has been uh, sick. Uh, last few weeks and hopefully he's on his way back to good health so Bob's been filling in and I listened to him last night and I just shot him a, a note I was like gotta go ding dong Daniel Sprong man he goes I'm gonna let you keep that one that didn't really fit with me I'm like hey that sounds good um, but no I I got a few I got a few that I'm trying to play with here okay. um, Al do you get in on that? I mean I I don't get on the on the goal call itself. I get on the description of the goal, and uh, I enjoy being descriptive. Uh, similes are my thing, and uh, I look forward to pulling out a few uh, 
few Thanksgiving references myself. Maybe some uh, gravy talk. Uh, maybe some turkey talk. We'll see. He, he's had some good ones this year. I think one of my favorites was uh, dirtier than a frat house couch. Uh, that was a really good one. As a frat guy, I can tell you those couches are not very clean. We our um, our house burned down uh, when I was a senior, and um, looking back on it, there we used to do beer slip and slides in the main. The, the main part of the house uh-huh. and so there's actually like a coating of beer across the entire house and you know it was it was an accident waiting to happen i think it had plenty of fuel um so uh yeah thankfully nobody was hurt but that's that's a real thing it really did um burn down um hey this has been a lot of fun guys uh yammer hammer the yam, yammer with the hammer i think you could yammer with the hammer hammer the yammer so let, let's say you know kraken is getting some good fourth line play right you keep going with the fourth line. Hammer the yammer. I think that'll that'll work. Um, yammer with the hammer. That's a good overtime one, I think. Yeah, that's a very or if he he doesn't have a huge shot. I was gonna say if yeah. he has like a big slap shot, you could big hit. How about if he just lays in a t takes out Tyler Myers? Yeah, I would love to see it. Yeah, he just takes Tyler Myers off his feet. Yammer with the hammer. There it is. Yeah, we were actually just commenting during their morning skate on Connor Garland next to Tyler Myers. looked kind of funny. So, Oh, last thing. Uh, how about when uh, Barzal tried to hit Tanev in the last game and Tanev just dropped him? <laughs> yeah, that was good. See, you know, I, I've really enjoyed watching Brandon Tanev the last few games. I mean, you can tell that this team misses that energy and that spark when he's not there. Aside from the goals that, that he scored, he, he just, you know, I, I always say people, you know, they, the, the saying is from zero to 60, right? Well, he starts at 60 and then goes up from there. So you, you miss the energy. You miss the intensity with him. And, and to have him back, I, I think this team has played a little differently. They, they've got a bit more of that passion and that fire and intensity that they were missing without Brandon Tanner. Yeah, and that line is going really well, oh, too, yeah. with uh, Schwartz and Wenberg. So, all right, Al Kaniski, Everett Fitzy, thank you so much. Uh, obviously, we'll be tuning in to hear your call tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. Enjoy the game, man. You're going as a fan tonight. I am. Yeah. Just going to just gonna have a couple more college sodas as if I haven't had enough in my, my frat house days that I just talked to you about. But, <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I've never done it before. I've, I've uh, you know, never gotten to just, like, truly cheer for a goal in uh in an arena so i'll try not to get beaten up by the home fans here remember remember pucks can and do leave the ice that's what i've heard yeah i'll have my my hat on a swivel uh thank you so much for your time guys anytime love it